Minus 15. Respect all, fear none. Into the upper deck. Intensity is not a perfume. Oh, mercy! Five, four, three, two, one. All respect to Marvel, but this might be the most ambitious crossover event in history. <laughs> Paul Mancano, Bobby Blanco, and Sarah Perlman. What's up? Woo this might be the first collaborative effort we've ever done. This is on, definitely on is. camera. Yes, it, it is. is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, on yeah, camera. Definitely. And For yeah, work. on microphones. Wait, we collaborate all together all yes. the time. Yes. See, Bobby and I are the producers. Right. Yeah. Uh, Sarah's yeah. the main host. Yeah. Uh, and this is finally, we're getting. Well, this is your guys' thing. You guys are the host. I'm just here as the nice guest today. Yes. yes. Thank Thanks you for so having much me for on. Joining. Yeah. yeah. And it's perfect because we got the Battle of the Beltway coming up. Uh, three game series starting on Monday here at Camden Yards, and then they, in June, go to Nats Park, the Masson Cup, if you will. Yeah. Uh, it should be an interesting three game series between these two teams. Always high energy interest level around right. here. This is like our World Series. Like when yes. the Orioles and the Nationals play each other, it's all, yeah. usually, they've done uh, three and three in the past, but yeah. sometimes the past couple of years, I feel like it's been like oh, two and two. I'm backing away. up so you guys can make eye contact um, with each other. Well, no, we're uh, talking about, We are, yeah. Um, I like it. But wow. yeah, it's a busy week for um, for us here at the Mass and All Access um, studio and MassandSports.com. Um, sure. It's always exciting. It's busy, but it's exciting. It's a lot of fun too because you get to talk to all the players and, and reporters, Mark, Rock, yeah. Byron and Steve. It's, you know, it's a fun time. So I I'm feel excited. like my head's already spinning. That's We're what happens when teams are away. 39 miles apart from each other. Yes. Yeah. Your head spins. Yes. Injuries here. What's going on with this team? I'm going to be running. Yeah. Trey versus Trey. Yes. Uh, so Harper I mean, there's yeah. just so much can get mixed up and confused. Yeah. I back the Nats. I back the birds. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. I back we got to be careful with nerds. the hashtags. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I like um, the nerds. I'm a nerd. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> Sarah, this is your second time, I believe, in your second season covering the Masson Cup. Yeah. Uh, how was your first experience? Really yeah. fun. I still remember being confused. It was here, and I was like, which dugout am I going to? Am I going to both clubhouses? Where am I? It's That's a, how I feel. It feels like a lot of running back and forth. Yeah, I, like, I remember you go sweating. To a, like, Buck, then Orioles Clubhouse, and then Davey, then Nats Clubhouse, yes. and then right. batting practice on the same day. It's just, this year will be fun with all three of us. We'll be able to divvy up the work yeah, a little bit yeah, and then yeah. give each other some And notes. we have wonderful help. Yes, a lot of intern help yeah, here. Intern help. Actually, our studio audience. Our intern, Hannah, who's yes. taking photos in the background, hey, her first day ever at Masson was game one of the uh, wow. Battle of the well, Beltway that, last year. Well, that's not stressful, Hannah. That yeah. is. And I told her, yeah. like, I was like, you right are getting fire. thrown into the yeah. fire <laughs> yeah. at, the, at the start. Like, yeah. Welcome is, to your job. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. If these two teams Here's ever baseball. face off in the World Series, oh my God. God help us all. Yeah. We are definitely in trouble. It's like trouble. It's like a dream, but also a kind of a nightmare. Yeah. In the waiting, you know, yeah. for us. It would be so cool for this area. But it would just be exhausting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's get into the actual baseball sure. of it all. Uh, two teams that are in very different positions right now. Um, and the O's, they came into the season with different expectations. But I'll say the expectations from the O's fans were certainly higher than how the team has performed at this point in the season. Yeah, I'll start us off, Bobby. I think it's kind of, no, it's okay. I think you're absolutely right. I think it's crazy that they signed Alex Cobb, Andrew yeah. Kashner to pretty big deals. Yeah. And then really starting rotation has been a little bit of their issue, but more so the hitting, which you did not think going into this season. Yeah. So when they signed starting pitching, like those two guys, you thought, okay, better than last year, but quite the contrary. Sarah, I think you could bring up a great point because that was kind of my 
thing too. It's like this offseason, you know, we heard it from the fans and, and you know, everyone in the media, like this is what the Orioles have to do. They need to start starting pitching because the offense is going to be there. The bullpen's going to be there. Um, obviously, Zach Burton needs to be healthy. And they did. They did what they mm-hmm. were supposed to do this offseason. They got Cobb and Kashner. Um, you signed Chris Tillman to a, basically a pillow contract and, and hope he bounced back, which hasn't turned out well. But they did what they were supposed to do. Everyone thought they should Spent do. Spent way more and so, money than we thought. Right. And, yeah. and it just hasn't, you know, it's one of those things where, like, you know, you can do everything you have to do off the field and sometimes it doesn't work on the field and yeah. that's unfortunately might be something we're just gonna have to kind of swallow now as people who cover the team and 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 you know for all when we're not at work fans of the team yeah um just just you know 16 and 34 last place in the american league east it's 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 tough yeah but uh you know that's just kind of the way it's going it, it, i would not if you would have told me at the beginning of the season that the offense would be one of the main reasons why this team is losing i would not have believed you yeah you're right me neither and on the, on the other side, you know, the uh, for the Nats, pretty much everything has been working for them as of late, despite the fact that they're missing about half their team due to injury. Uh, the rotation is really the only thing that has stayed injury-free for the most part. Losing Ryan Zimmerman, losing Daniel Murphy, obviously, in the offseason that is carried into this season. Uh, Adam Eaton, again, struggling with injuries, played in only eight games. But they're not playing like the team that has a lot of injuries. That would seem like the O's, who, for the most part, besides missing Tim Beckham and others, have been moderately healthy, I would say. Uh, Yeah, I like to pick Davey Martinez's brain a lot about this. And the one thing he always says when I ask about the injuries, Mm -hmm. he's like, we have a lot of guys on the bench that could play every day. It's just they don't need that. Um, except now they have because the injuries on their roster. So I think it's crazy. Obviously, Howie Kendrick got injured, but he's a player yeah. that was supposed to have a bench role, started a lot of the games until he tore his Achilles last week and now had surgery. Um, but then Pedro Severino, a guy that stepped up. I feel like we always talk about him. He's 24, but he's playing like he's 26, yeah. 27. Yeah. Um, a lot of guys that, that could be everyday starters that luckily have been really good at filling in those roles for the injured players. And that's a credit to Mike Rizzo and what him and his yes. people have done that built this. I mean, we talked about it also all, all last year, how much yeah. the bench helped this team um, in the postseason run and, and, and you know the play I mean, the NL East wasn't a race the past two years it is this year yeah but the bench has been so crucial because there are injuries you know that happens it's a yeah. long season in baseball so yeah they're what well 26 and 22 fourth place but there's still a lot of baseball to be played and they're lucky I think to be in the position one because of the pitching but two but also yeah. because of the role players that are stepping up it's crazy when you look at the Nats because they're a veteran team for the most part a lot of their big players in terms of Murphy Zimmerman Scherzer uh, even Strasburg are in their late 20s and early 30s. They're more on the older side, despite the fact that they have Harper, who's 25. And yet, the, and they're able to rebuild just about every year, retool that roster. But they're still a team that has great prospects. I mean, we just saw Juan Soto come up and already do so well. They still have Victor Robles, who just, he's injured, but he's still an absolutely outstanding prospect in their system. Usually when teams have a great major league team and a team that is making a lot of trades at the deadline, they have to sacrifice that uh, prospect and farm talent, but they really still have a very deep farm. Yeah, I think they're only getting deeper. I mean, Mike Rizzo said from the beginning and towards the beginning of this past offseason, he said, I'm not giving up Juan Soto and Victor Robles. And we're seeing why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So injuries like this happen. Yeah. Now you understand. Well, I think we would have seen... Victor Robles yes, first and maybe yeah. even Rafael Bautista, but now we see Juan Soto because those two guys got injured as well. But exactly, I mean, a lot of people were saying, possibly trade them, get a guy like JT Realmuto. You don't know what's going to happen with Matt Wieters. Now Rizzo looks like the genius that he is yeah. because injuries happen and you have a 19-year-old to step in and play in some big league games. I mean, Juan Soto has just been incredible. He's easily yes. the best story 
for the Nationals this season, maybe outside of Max Scherzer, yeah. um, just because the way 19, uh, 19 years old. We, we did a great post, and you guys did about what things that on on uh, Mass Nationals about the things that are older than Juan Soto, and just about everything. like N sixty four. Yeah, yeah. He's literally a baby playing baseball in the major league. So, um, but yeah, the the farm system I think is is, is helping this it, the bench and the depth from the you know double a, literally yeah. double A up and down. Um, it's it's incredible. And um, yeah, I mean they've spent years building this farm. This is how you know they kind of went through a rebuild. I mean you can't really say a rebuild because the team's new in 05. Yeah. But like <laughs> this is how you build a good team. You know yeah. they, they this has been a work in the progress for the past. Eight, yeah. year, eight, ten years. Can I ask a quick funny question? Yeah. Please do. When, when someone's under the age of 20, I feel like, or born after like 1995 or something, and he's 19, everyone says 12. We all say 12. He's Why 12. 12? Why 12? Exactly, I talked yeah. about it, Hannah, over there yesterday. We were talking. Why do we always say like she's 12? That's well, a good question. 12. Yeah. Because it's 12 is like, for me, it's but like everyone the does age. It. Yeah, I know, I know. But because I think it's because it's the age, like you're not a teenager yet, but you're also not 11 or 10. Yeah. Like are sing- you're just far out <laughs> of being single digits, but you're not a teenager yet. You know? I, yeah. I would say also like a lot of your, your memory starts to get logged to 12. Like you, that's when you really become like a human being. I like somebody, when you're 11 what? or under, you're like barely you're not a, a person. Human. Oh, you're not a human. You're yet. like, yeah. Oh yeah. Alien you're, you're not a fully or, formed human. You're just kind of a thing that floats around from. You know, place to place. I think it's just just because somebody <laughs> on Paul social Mancano media, on life. yeah, actually. someone on social media Neil said Tyson, you're 12 actually. after you're born in like 1995, yeah. and then it's stuck. And now someone's young. I'm like, please don't talk to me. You're 12. I don't <laughs> yeah. know where it comes. I say it naturally. Yeah. It's regurgitation. I want it to stop. That's yeah. a great question, actually. I don't. I've, I've never right, thought of it that way. No, no, no. Well, I think it's going to be interesting when the first. It's going to be. You know, we know how big of a deal they made the fact that he's the first player born in 1998 to make it to the big leagues. Imagine when he's the first player to be born in 2000 or after is going to make right. it. I'm really yeah. going to People are going to lose their minds. Old. I'm going to have gray hair that day. Yeah. How about it's, you, Bobby? It's going to be gray hair. Uh, I, I don't think I'm gray just yet, but I probably will be <laughs> at that point. Yeah. What's I'm next? starting to see. Uh, yeah, well, let's let's talk about the. I mean, the O's have a chance. If, if they do end up um, deciding to trade away some pieces at the deadline, they have certainly improved their, pro- their farm system, but they could also add pieces uh, as they go throughout the season, whether now or at the trade deadline, if they decide to offload some pieces. Uh, that's, that's the biggest question. Yeah. Because, I, I don't know, I, I would think they're going to hold off because you're not going to get a big package right now. It's just the way the market works. Yeah. You know, the people aren't... Deadline tra- spur action. Yeah, people yeah. aren't... Tra- and now... You know, you're gonna have to, and people know that Machado's on the block, and people are asking about it. Yeah. And I think the the way to get a best deal is hold off until closer to the deadline, because you're gonna get a team that's yep. desperate for a bat, desperate for more defensive help, whatever it may be. That's in a playoff run, World Series possibility. We'll have a better understanding of how the the standings are gonna shape up. Yeah. Uh, closer to the the deadline, so I think that's the, their best course of action. I think that's what they're gonna do too. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I see both sides. Yeah, when to it, trade him and why to trade him and all that. Yeah, so I think time will tell. Yeah, That's um, it. and we are recording this on a Friday, which means there is one series for both teams before they end up playing here yep. at Camden Yards. True. Uh, interestingly, for the Orioles, the series that they are going down to Tampa to take on the Rays, three relief pitchers getting the starts for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Very interesting tactic. We know that the Rays are going to be unconventional this season, especially because of some of the offseason moves that they made, offloading some of their more premier talents. These three relief pitchers, could this be a glimpse into the future of how teams are going to approach this? It's a real Joe Madden type feel. It does. That's it what does I, that's what it has Joe to Madden. it. Something yeah. outside the box. Why they even get rid of him if they, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah they should have brought him back. <laughs> yeah. No, I think Kevin Cash is awesome. Um, yeah, I know a lot of their starting pitchers dealt with injuries, and that's probably why it's unconventional outside the box. 
listen, I don't know if it's going to be a thing in the future, but I'm really excited to see how it works out. I, I, I agree. I think it's going to be interesting that, you know, this might be the most interesting part about this series because both teams aren't playing really well. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think it's going to be a long-term kind of Fix. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, it's, but you're trading two players for one. So that's just shortening how many players you can use, especially out of the bullpen. Yeah. That math doesn't add up to me. So I would rather just have the one guy go five, six, seven, and then you go to your bullpen instead of using two guys that go five, six, seven, right. and then you're, you're, you're short a guy. Yeah. True. Well, it's an interesting topic, I think, to discuss. Maybe not in terms of, you know, the future with every single start, you're going to start relief pitchers mm-hmm. and eventually do away with the starting pitchers. But I think it could be something that, Team, I mean, people have even advocated maybe that the Orioles do it because can, they've struggled I, with starting pitching. I will say I can see it becoming a thing in the playoffs, in the postseason. Really? Yeah. Like if, you know, if you're a— Having your top-tier relief pitchers. Right. Like, you know, take the Nats for an example. Yeah. You know, you go Max Strasburg, you know, Gio hasn't had really great success in uh, the postseason. Maybe instead of playing Gio or you maybe using him as in that kind of role, have him go like one, two, three, and then go to your long reliever guy. Right. Um, and— play matchups for the whole game because every pitch counts in the postseason yes. so it's like I could see that becoming a thing possibly I could in the but think about how pitchers are such creatures of habit we always mm-hmm. hear that I don't know how comfortable they would feel when they right. get like in the zone either being pulled after three innings or knowing they have a shortened outing I don't know right I'm it, not a pitcher you also, can't ask right but Tanner Rourke is a good example too because he True. went through those couple years where he was a starter then he was a reliever and then he was a starter then he was, and he never found that consistency and th- th- that was a perfect example of you know pitchers are creatures of habit they need a schedule yeah. You know, or they prefer it, and and would like to. Um, hmm. Um, they would like to. Sarah, showing breaking news on, on uh, <laughs> while recording. They would like to. Um, I lost my train of thought. Thanks, Sarah. Sorry. <laughs> Just in case you want to talk about it. Um, Let's talk about it real quick, and then let's go back to this discussion. Sarah, can you break us some news for us? Sure. Nationals have selected the contract of Justin Miller just now. All right. That's what I got for you. I'll get some stats on him. Give okay. me a second. Yeah. Um, I'm pulling it. But, All right, yeah. he's a reliever, of mm-hmm. course, uh, tossing 13.2 innings of scoreless relief and nine appearances at AAA this year. Struck out 23 batters, issued three walks, surrendered just three hits. So we're talking about relievers. This comes out. Uh, it was available after they optioned Eric Fetty to AAA right, on Thursday. Eric so spot. I'm just giving you some cool. some relief examples. But I, but back to Tanner Roark, um, you know, yeah, pitchers are creatures of habit. They probably prefer a schedule. So I think yes, if you're going to tell a Geo or a Tanner, hey, you're only going three innings or something, mm-hmm. that probably would maybe throw them off a little bit. So yes. I, I totally yeah. see that. Well, that's I mean, you know, we saw with Game Five, Max Scherzer coming out of the bullpen and struggled. Yeah, um, yeah. It's also whether a great that example. was because of a lack of rest or because of uh, you know, the fact that he's just not mentally, it's a mental game and, you know, mentally and, coming into the game in the fifth or sixth inning is very different from starting. And that was crazy because when that happened, you know, even Davey Martinez had said this, you know, the, the Cubs on the bench said, oh boy, here we go. Like, this is over because yeah. Max is coming. It, and then, yeah, and exactly. then it blew up, you know, that game five overall was a horrible baseball game. It was just so yes. sloppy. You could tell that it was very tense. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it didn't work out. And it's Max Scherzer who was yeah. going to go. And normally if he says pitcher. he's ready, he's ready to go. Right. In. And you would yeah. trust him to say that. Was that was almost a freak incident. Yeah. I don't even and, count that. And yeah. It's a wash. And, but the, it is, but the problem is it came in a deciding game in the playoffs. And yeah. that's why we're always going to remember exactly. it. Exactly. To me, that what always stands out about that is he got the first two outs of that inning. And I believe he had two strikes on the third batter mm-hmm. and gave up a double yeah. down the line that actually looked like it could have gone foul just right. a few inches. Yeah. And then that ended up to, you know. But that was also not the ain't deciding. Baseball great. Uh, ain't baseball, ain't great. baseball great. It is crazy. All right, let's talk more on the Nat side. Oh, well, yeah. Let's keep talking about Max Scherzer, a guy that today he's pitching and he'll pitch against the Orioles. But yeah. I think... 
What's so, I guess, the interesting storyline on that is that he had a shaky outing in the playoffs, comes back this year, and he looks arguably the best he's ever looked, which I think is insane. So maybe that stuck with him a little bit and thought, I want to get only better and train harder. Because this is, this is a guy that's not that young, been in the big leagues forever, but I mean, he's pitching incredible right now. I mean, now. it's crazy I think that he's getting better because he is. Look, if you look at the numbers yeah. from his past two Cy Young Award winning seasons, his numbers are better through his first, what is it, I guess now 11 starts of, yeah. than they are. And by like a lot, like it, they're not even close. Yeah. Like his ERA is down, his strikeups are way up. Obviously, he was the fastest pitcher to reach 100 strikeouts in Major League history. So, I mean, it's just incredible that this guy's getting better. He is must watch every five days. Yes. The crazy thing is Dylan Bundy just reached 300 career strikeouts. Yes. Max Scherzer just hit 100 in a season. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's also crazy to think and about. So, Mid-May. is that good? Yeah, I yeah. think that's okay. Uh, he is the exception, though. He is not. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but Free at athlete. this point, I mean, Clayton Kershaw, it, the numbers that he consistently puts up year after year are outstanding. He's injured. Injuries is a huge issue with him. Uh, Max Scherzer pitched all last year hurt. People forget yeah, about yeah. that. Yes. You know, he had a slow start. He did not participate in spring training last year. And he was good. And he still <laughs> won the Cy Young Award. Like, it's just unbelievable. At this point. And he said it bothered him the whole season. Yeah. It comes from it, training and mental, mentality. Yeah. Oh, he's just the him. most mentally strong player yes. there is is yeah. he the best starting pitcher in baseball hands down fact it's true you're it giving is. him the nod over Kershaw it's, it, yeah at this if point Kershaw, you, you know gets through his injuries this season and pitches but I feel Max like already can't. beat Kershaw this yes. season too one-on-one matchups but I just like, I'm just say, I know but pitchers. I'm just saying it's, it's, like it's comparing a quarterbacks, quarterbacks and okay but it's a little fun little thing to toss out no yeah yes, I agree um I just think you can't compare Obviously, you can compare them as two of the best pitchers of all time from our era. But yeah. the issue I have is that we talk about injuries. That's a big part in, a, in an athletic career. And yeah. Kershaw's always battling <laughs> yeah. one. You look Durability at, is the best. Yes. How many, how many times Scherzer got to 200 innings versus Thanks, how many Dad. times Kershaw's got to 200 innings in a season? Big difference. Yeah. 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 And so, I, so I, yeah, I'm taking Max. Yeah. That being Max. said, though, the guy, uh, Kershaw's three years younger. And he's got a career ERA. If I mean, just absurd. Two point three yes. seven. Right, no. right. No, I'm not saying it, nothing against Clayton Regardless, no, yeah. Regardless of who, of who wins that debate, right? They're both right. absolutely future Hall of Famers, no doubt. But on May twenty fifth, twenty eighteen, the year of our Lord, Max Scherzer <laughs> is the yeah. best pitcher on the planet. And I, I remember I heard a discussion. I can't remember what who was talking. It was like MLB Network or something. They were saying, you know, he could Scherzer could win his fourth Cy Young this year. Would that cement him as a Hall of Famer? And I was thinking. Wouldn't three cement him as a Hall of yeah, Famer? Yeah, and one in each, at least one in each league. One in each league. One of a handful of pitchers to do that and to win back to back. Right now, I That's will a say, topic. I he will say, I think, he, yeah, I will say he's the best pitcher. But I think Clayton Kershaw and even Steven Strasburg mm-hmm. have better stuff. Like yeah. They, oh yeah. You heard about stuff, but. <laughs> Max Max's fastball and is just unbelievable, untouchable. When they're he's also on, more contact pitchers, and he's a more right. And once guy, he's yeah. on, you're not touching him. Yeah, yes. exactly. Um, yep. So one more thing on the Nats side, I actually want to talk about is the division, um, because this division is much improved over last season. They're actually pushing the Nats, and if the Nats were in this had this record at this point last year, you'd say it's fine. But given the fact that the Braves are a whole lot better and the Phillies are a whole lot better. Um, you know, it, it could be a problem for them going forward. Right now, the Braves are in the lead in the division. Phillies are a half game behind them. And the Mets are still hanging tight. They're tied with the Nats, three games out of that division. We all expect the Nats to get better, especially as they get healthier. But could the Braves or Phillies upset the Nats and take the division this year? They could. It's a possibility. I don't think they will. I'm still thinking that the Nats, again, when healthy, are the best team in this division mm-hmm. and one of the best teams in all of baseball. Yep. Um, their best Hitter has not played a game yet. Daniel Murphy, remember, has not even started his spring training yet. Yep. 
can someone get him some vitamin C, please? Because he keeps getting sick down in Florida. Um, <laughs> some, it's a good yeah. point. So when they're we'll healthy, I think, I think, yeah, yeah emergency. Airborne. When, um, the Braves, I think the Braves, this will be the closest race we've ever seen in the division with the Nets. I still think they can pull it out. Or will pull it out, too. Agreed. I mean, we could say the same thing about the Cubs, the Dodgers. Those were teams projected to be in the playoffs. And I, I, I think it was John Rossi who tweeted it the other day. If playoffs were to start, the Nats, the Cubs, the Dodgers, no one, none of them would be in it right, right now. So there's still a lot of baseball to be played. I mean, the Pirates are not better than the Cubs. Yeah. They're ahead of them in the standings right now. Yeah. I mean, it's just so much baseball left to play. Um, yeah. I also keep saying I think the more meaningful baseball you have to play later in the season is only going to help you. We've seen the Nats run away with the division. Yeah. It didn't do much for yeah. them in the NLDS the past few years. So. Yeah. And the Nats have only played the Braves, I think, once, and they won two out of yeah. three. Braves right. are young. I, they have they've yeah. played the Phillies, I think, twice. Yeah, very. They play at the end of June. They don't go to Philly until the end of June. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So season. they have still. I mean, there's still a lot of head-to-head matchups. I've yeah. always said, you know, if you win your games in your division, yes. that's how you win. And they're game. playing the Marlins. Nineteen this, times a year this weekend, three times. The Marlins aren't very good. They need to get two out of three at least, and then yeah. the Mets. They started off so hot, and we've seen the Mets be a little shaky since then. So. I'm waiting for the Mets to collapse. Yes. I, I think, think, I think Mets it. fans are, too. Yeah, um, I yeah think it's, the already, Mets it's already 2019 are. in yeah. their book. They're already yeah. looking ahead. Exactly. Uh, so I do want to get to the would-you-rathers. We are going to play an absolutely outstanding round. Woo! Uh, but first, one more thing I want to talk about this uh, Battle of the Beltway. Jeremy Hellickson, former uh, Orioles pitcher, as of, he had half a season. And Phillies. And Phillies. Do you, want to, make, you want to make a joke or shall I? Nice. Do you want to make the joke or shall I? Do you make it? He makes his way down on 95. Oh, it's not really. Yeah. Basically, he has made his way down 95. I don't know if you've known. Paul got uh, really upset at me the last time I made that joke. Yeah. The first time, he's like, that's my joke. And I was like, I'm yeah. sorry, but you think you're the only person who's thought of that? Going from Philly to Baltimore down to, to D.C. DC. Uh, just that's hopping a good on one. Did he ever get on 295 or did he just take 95? Probably, uh, if he wanted to avoid the traffic, let's I mean, be think real. about it. Yeah. Think um, about it. I should I, hope he did. It's two ways, both, two lanes, both ways. It's just, but it's just a disaster. That could explain disaster. maybe why he, he started the season a little bit late. He was stuck in traffic yeah. for the first few starts. Uh, right. Battle of the Beltways. Battle of the Beltways. Jeremy, Hellickson. Jeremy Hellickson is coming back, uh, and you know, a guy who pitched very poorly here at Camden Yards as a member of the Baltimore Orioles could flip the script going up against his former team. Thoughts, well, Bobby? He could. I mean, Jeremy. He what two weeks ago took a no hitter or a perfect game, sorry, into the seventh inning. Yeah. I mean, we've seen a different Jeremy Hellickson. Then the thing, and I think for Orioles fans, really kind of hurts because it's like this is the kind of guy we thought we were getting last year, mm-hmm. and now you know he's a guy you can feel comfortable throwing out every fifth day. Like, like I've always said, with a fifth starter or a fourth starter, you know, just don't lose the game for us. Keep us in the game, and then yeah. hopefully the bullpen and the bats can can win the game for you. And that's what Jeremy Hellickson has done, and even beyond so. Yeah, I gotta look up his ERA. I know it's below. I think it's a two three zero or even less right now. I mean, he's pitching out of his mind. I think the Nationals figured it out. They rarely let him face the lineup a third time around. His ERA shoots up after that. He can't get guys out when he faces that order. It's currently two thirteen. Two thirteen. Okay. So when you have a two one three ERA, I think the Nats figured it out. Pull him. He'll get you. He'll get you to the fifth inning, sixth inning. He's been great. I love yeah. to watch him. He got Sunday night baseball. I think twice already yeah. this year. So yeah. Yeah. I know for Orioles fans, that's tough to watch, tough to swallow. But we'll see how he does at Camden Yards. A very hitter friendly park. Very hitter friendly. And indeed. on the flip side for the Orioles, you know this actually. Could be a good series for them. For whatever reason, the Orioles play the Nats very well. They're 27-14 all-time at home here at Camden Yards against the Nats. And they lead the overall series 44-35. to So, for whatever reason, they play well against the Nats. And so maybe this is a good timing for them. And they can, you know, turn things, not turn things around, because that's that's tough. But, sorry, 
get it going. Yeah. You know, pick it up. Yeah. It's always an interesting series to see also which fans go to which ballparks because a lot of people in this area, in the DMV, Bobby, you included, grew up watching the Orioles. Nats came to town. They might have switched allegiances. So they'll go to both. They might go down to Nats Park and wear Orioles gear. They might come up to Camden Yards and wear Nats gear. Or they'll just go back and forth. We never yeah. know. It's, 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 I was having this conversation last night with some um, of my cousin's coworkers, but it's the most interesting fan base situation in all sports mm-hmm. because totally. there was DC baseball for so long mm-hmm. and then there wasn't. And then, yeah. so there are multiple generations of Orioles fans who live in DC area. Yeah. And then now the Nats came. And for me personally, I'm a DC guy. Yes, I grew up loving the Orioles, but when, I can't not root for a DC team, you know. Yeah. So uh, I root for them both. Usually, when they play each other, I prefer the home team to win. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's a good way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. but everyone says no. World Series game seven. I'm like, uh, on Orioles T-shirt. On. Yeah. Um, Whatever. But um, I want a good game. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's very fun. That? It's super interesting too. Other thing to consider about with the crowd though is it is Memorial Day on Monday, so mm-hmm. this I know this area loves going to the beach. Um, so we'll see how many people stick around for the games. I think it's gonna be a great crowd, but it's still nice be weather. Def- I hope a lot of people show up. This yeah. is an incredible match. Actually, isn't it supposed to rain all day Monday? Great. Yeah. <laughs> let me <laughs> look. Let me look. Let me Madison look. is gonna be here for hours. Weather, We're gonna be here for Weather forever. woman Sarah coming here. Um, oh, that's not what I wanted to see. I'll so be having the Mass and All Access uh, nice. Memorial Day <laughs> cookout downstairs at uh, Dempsey's. Nice. Yes. Yeah. It's supposed to rain. We'll Why see what not? happens. Why not? It's going to be a long Grab day. some uh, crab fries. All right, guys. Uh, that We've talked enough baseball. Important stuff is done. Let's get to the fun the stuff. The nitty gritty. The nitty gritty <laughs> down to, uh, let's talk about these would you rather. Sarah, I wanted to do this segment with you because you are one of the more creative people when it comes to... Thank you, thank you, thank you. Just would you rather. That's the only... Oh, 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 no. Uh, I'm creative in every aspect. No, yeah, sure, sure. But (laughs) Okay, I have to go really quick. Um, (laughs) It was fun. Thanks for having me on. Oh, yeah, no, you're done. Uh, Hit me. uh, Basically, so uh, we have a few would you rathers. You love coming up with them on the fly, so feel free to add some as well, Bobby. I will try. I have pretty much one or two, so... I'm going to rely on I've got, I've got a couple guys. written down. Okay, perfect. So um, start us off. <laughs> let's start with a baseball-related one. I don't know if you guys saw, but last week, it was the highest, uh, f- fastest five pitches, I believe, in Major League Baseball history in that one single at-bat. That was Jordan Hicks, who, facing Odubel Herrera, went 104, 104, 105, 105, 104, I believe is the sequence of the five pitches. Yeah. Good they heavens. were. It was absolutely absurd. Now, the, the, two of those pitches are like two and three on the fastest pitches of all time. Uh, so my question for you guys. I know where this is going and I'm scared. Is would you rather stand in against Jordan Hicks or get the James Paxton treatment of when the eagle almost landed on his shoulder on opening day? Eagle. Give me that eagle. <laughs> Go Eagles. Go Birds. I just, that's Gonzaga tough. Eagles, not... What am I doing? Am I just standing? Do I have to have it? Like, am I trying to? Like, yeah. Are you wait? Am I standing here like taking it like yeah. Happy Gilmore style? Like, am I? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good point. Am I getting you, hit? Am I swinging? Or am, I, no, no, no. am I stepping in the box? There's no, there's no threat of you getting hit, but oh, you're okay. stepping in the box. Oh, you, I'm you stepping in the box. Stepping in the box is still a threat of getting hit, though. It is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> potentially. Yeah, he's throwing 105. And one of those pitches went way outside. Like, yeah. here's why I'm stepping in the box. Uh-huh. How fun would it be? Okay, I don't want to get hurt, and I might knock on wood. Not that he'd ever want to pitch to me but waste my time because I'm so good um how fun would it be to watch 105 mile per hour fastball go by you 
I was thinking that too. You'd blink and it would be gone and you'd be like, wow, this is a hard sport because people don't know how hard it is until you see right. a non-professional baseball player step in the batter's box and try to take a whiff at that. Right. I'm with you, but I, yeah. I see that and I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, yeah. Why, 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 I would why take a good try? video of you. Yeah, I didn't, it would be me blinking and then... Blinking. And then like, <laughs> nope, I'm good. Strike yeah. three, Bobby's like, out. Give me, yeah. give me back on a mic instead of a bat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm standing I'm doing there. Bro, I'm doing the Eagle. Eagles thing's pretty cool. Yeah. standing there, it's hilarious. Yeah, I... Yeah. Yeah, no, I would, I would definitely do the eagle thing. I just would not take it as well as Paxton did. I mean, he would, <laughs> he just, he flinched for a second and was like, you know also, what? I'll also be scared this. of that eagle picking you up and taking you away. Oh, like, I could easily, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll be bird food. A light I got one. Breeze could take me. Yeah. <laughs> I got a random one yes. while you guys were chit-chatting about <laughs> eagles. Would you rather go one-on-one -on -one versus LeBron James for three minutes on a court? Ooh. It's filmed, by okay. the way, so you know you're getting stuffed and dunked on at least 15 times, Paul. Can't wait. Um, just me. Or Not no, fun. just you, just okay. you. Or on the fly in front of a crowd of a hundred thousand people, yeah. you have to do a five-minute stand-up comedy skit. Stand-up comedy. You're not prepared. How many people? Hundred thousand. So I'll say I'd have no problem doing. Either this is of those why things. we brought you on. This is why I have no problem doing either of those things. What? Well, your sister does stand-up comedy. It runs in the blood. I mean, yeah. come on. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I would make a absolute fool of myself. <laughs> but which I one are you making that. a fool of yourself more? Yeah, your real dreams consistently dunking on you, or are you trying to make jokes? Okay, but like. Is that really being made a fool of myself? Because it's LeBron James. Like he's supposed to dunk on me. Like it's yeah. not like that. Yes, big yes, idea. yes. But you are kind of trying, so it's awkward. I would be you trying, but I'd be like, it's LeBron. <laughs> he's the best player on the planet. So like, agree. Yeah, he's a freak athlete. So, so which yeah, one are you doing? It's not that embarrassing. Uh, I'll, I th I'm a basketball guy. I think I would do LeBron. Just oh, you know, it's really close. Just to see if I could at least just score on him. Yeah. If I could score on him, that'd be worth. That'd be worth. Yeah. It. I feel like <laughs> the stand-up one. <laughs> it would be very hard. <laughs> I'm not saying I could do it. Yeah. And but Bobby Blanco said cool. he could score on LeBron James LeBron. And that's how I beat Shaq. Let us know. And that's how I beat Bron Bron. I think it's interesting because <laughs> both both situations have kind of a high risk, high reward. If you nail that set, if you crush it, if you write a really good stand up routine and you, you nail it, it, change you're on the, your you're done, life. Like, you're on the fly. You're on the fly? Since when do you have, oh, when right. do you have time to prepare for ah, this that, random skit that yeah. you have to do? Yeah, okay, then I'm going LeBron. Because there's no, you've seen my humor. You guys it's know terrible. that. It's dad, okay. it's dad humor. It's dad humor, thank you. I but, but also you do impressions. Paul, you do great impressions. I do great impressions. Really I would good. just go up there and do a you Kermit the Frog the for four minutes, get hit with some tomatoes. No, and, you would crush the comedy. Oh, then you have thank a nice you. salad. Honored. Yeah, then you have done lunch That's true. Then you have salad. Then you have a lunch ready. Yeah. Bobby, you got any? Yeah, I'm going back to baseball. It's not a would you rather, but it's kind of like who do you like what would you pick like yep. um do you think because we talked about and paul mancano did a nice piece on trey versus trey trey Thank turner you. versus trey mancini mm -hmm. um would trey turner be better on the orioles than trey mancini be for the nets like if they were to switch who hmm. which would be better or which would be better for the team i'm gonna go trey turner would be better for the orioles not that yeah. they need a shortstop but they need like a table setter and they need somebody who can run and, yeah <laughs> they so you're saying you'd, you'd very move Manny machado back to third base See, but also we've seen Trey uh, Turner be able to play a little bit of the outfield, so you maybe yeah. experiment with him there. Um, Tim Beckham hasn't been back in a while, so maybe not, you can move yeah. scope over to third and play Trey at second. I yeah. don't know, but I think Trey speed, Trey Turner speed, sorry, would be more beneficial for the Orioles than yeah. Trey Mancini's power bat would be for the Nets. In this scenario, like, are the Trey's so like if one so if Turner goes to Baltimore, is Manny gone? No, it's, it's the, the those are the only or switches. Is, is the rosters, the rosters stay. This, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. So let's say oh, it's, they're, it's they're a, switching. Who it's would a free trade. Side okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If, 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 let's say if it's, it's a trade. Oh, okay. So trade straight up trade for trade for trade trade for trade trade. Trade trade trade. Um, which who gets the benefit? Who benefits from most? Yeah. 
I, I do, I'm going to stick with Turner on the Orioles because they have so little speed on the base paths. And that just, that changes, you know, your lineup if you have somebody who can consistently steal bases. Turner's one of those guys that you, everybody in the stadium knows he's going to steal and he still steals the base. That's yeah. a true speed demon. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I'm going to go with uh, Turner on the O's. I agree. There's a lot of power on that Nationals yeah. roster. Yeah. yeah. Trey Turner would be a lot more beneficial for the Orioles. Fair cool. enough. Won't right. happen. We won't find out, but I like yeah, the question. Yeah. yeah. Well, babe, Paul's piece made me think of it. There so, you go. Yeah, um, I, like I have one for uh, some more O's versus Nats kind of related okay. thing. Um, you guys it? know the President's Race down in D.C., and we all know the this lovely Oriole bird here, always, uh, you know, making people laugh. Would you that rather? That was a great whistle. Thank you. Nice job. Thank Would you. you rather? Well, that's going to be handy because you are either going to be the <laughs> Oriole bird for or a, a president. Game. What's that? Or a president? Or a president for the entire game. Oriole bird. How come? The, the Oriole bird was like the first mascot I ever like interacted with, so a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Also, Dan Coco has run Masson's Dan. Yes. Have you heard of him? I don't think so. Uh, he has Does actually, he have any facial hair? He, uh, a little bit. Not as good as mine, but a little bit. Yeah, fair enough. Um, That's a hard... He he has <laughs> told me he beat. did that race a couple years back. Yes. And he's a, it's it's a, on video. Very heavy. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, I don't know if I could sit, have that thing on my very shoulder. Very top heavy. For, yeah, it's very top yeah. heavy for a whole game. I can yeah. be more comfortable as the Oriole bird. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm taking Oriole bird. Those things are scary looking. The head is ginormous. <laughs> I want nothing... To do in that huge suit, and the bird is kind of cute. Yeah, and I could whistle. He like gives kisses, and you have a good whistle. Yes, thank you. So um, done. My thing though is also like, you can chill. Off, you know, the presidents are only come out for a couple innings. They come out for the race, and then for the other thing. Oral bird takes know. breaks too. He takes breaks. I'm sure he takes breaks. Mm-hmm. My also thing is, I mean, I would want to run that race. I really would want to just see how I do. I would yeah. probably fall. Yeah. I think that's the most likely scenario. Then yeah. I'd want to. I don't think Dan fell. He didn't. He finished though. Which is nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got that going for him. Yeah. yeah which that's is nice. true. That's a good point. Um, What's next? Memorial Day weekend. Yep. Um, it's a fun weekend. Uh, would you rather host a like, Memorial Day like cookout party mm-hmm. or fun. go out with your group of friends? They both sound awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pick one. Um, I like to grill. So okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go host a barbecue party type thing. Yeah, maybe after. We're all like working, dinner. Bobby. So dream big. Uh, <laughs> hey, but it's a, if they get the afternoon game in, we can go out or you know. True. Go oh. cook out. All right. That's a good Memorial point. Day. Um, I, I like to cook. I like to host. So I think I would do the uh, the barbecue. All right. I'm gonna go just host. come to your barbecue. So I'm going out. You're all friends. invited. Oh wow! Thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that one as well because cool. it's yeah versatile. Uh, I have a, a question actually for you, Bobby. You cannot answer this. It's only for Sarah. Would you, rather, so cool, 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 cool. <laughs> would you rather have uh, Bobby Blanco's or Dan Coco's beard? Ooh. <laughs> Is it on We're my face? We're putting you on the spot. I'm on blushing. your face. Sarah's in an awkward <laughs> She's position She's going to say Dan. That's uh, I don't know. I haven't really looked at Dan's beard. Mine's a little reddish. I think Dan's actually gets a little reddish too okay. once it gets long. Mine's a little red. I'm going to take Bobby's. Mine is thicker, yeah. Yours is thicker? His yeah. Is, okay. Yeah. I'm taking Bobby's. Mine's more also like more bushy. Like, <laughs> Bobby, I'm taking your beard. <laughs> His is, Dan, thank you. Bobby Blanco thank with you. a bushy beard. Yeah, Dan. <laughs> I kind of look like, uh, what's These, the, the pickaxe guy from Rudolph? Oh, yeah, where he... Uh, I kind of look like him-ish. Just, Cornelius? Yeah, Cornelius. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. It's my, okay, I'm going to give a random would you rather, and then we could end this shindig. What do you think? Okay, fine. Yeah, give me... we can keep going, but I need to get it away from these... We need a weird one. You know what I mean? A weird one. Yeah. Would you rather, and I've asked you guys similar ones before in your lives. Oh boy. Would you rather have, you know, sand when you go to the beach? 
I've heard of sand, yes. You know sand? <laughs> I'm familiar with it. I'm not talking. I'm oh, talking you like know sand sandy, too? Sand, sand. <laughs> all right. Would you rather have con- like consistently every day sand all over your hands? I'm talking wrist up, sand. Ooh, geez, okay. Whatever you do, sand's coming all off. All over you? No, just hands. Oh, okay. Anything everywhere. you do. How, yeah. Oh my God, I hate the. Oh, that's just terrible. Yep. Would you rather that You're or. You're from Miami. I love sand. I don't want them all over my hands. I'm eating. I have to put it's, lotion, yeah. shower, okay. sand. Yeah, yeah. I'm imagining that's what life is like in Miami. That's it's not just... nothing like that. But, uh, <laughs> Paul, you've never been to it's Miami, a have weird you? No. <laughs> that's what Paul's life would be like in Miami. He'd be just constantly rubbing yep, his hands actually. in the sand. Like you okay. bikini bottom. Always having sand on your hands. So Sandy, yeah. Sandy Hand, Paul, and Bobby. Or, okay, no matter what, you're always sweating. Like, you cannot Ooh. stop dripping sweating. Sweat. Sweat. I mean, you're no, nonstop sweating. I don't care. Dripping I, every day? Yes. I hate sand. I really do. I love sand, but I don't want it on my hands, but I definitely don't need dripping and sweat no, every day. I would take sweat. I, I would think easily take sweat. You're on camera and you're just going to be sweating. It's a very beachy question. <laughs> so awesome. But sand, imagine like... What's done is done. Sweat makes sweat sense. Man. <laughs> sweat makes sense. Sand does not. Sweat does not make sense. But you can explain it away. If you're in a business meeting I'm and you're sweaty. like, look at this, and sand flies out. <laughs> yeah. How are That's you explaining true. that? Why do I come up with... We're I, like, I'm, we're in Iowa. I'm Why take did sand. that just happen? I'm going to take sand. Okay. So you'll be sweaty in the meeting profusely, and you'll have Sandman. And I'll just. Be I sure. already sweat enough. It's 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 a it's a show. We don't need it. I don't need to sweat anymore. <laughs> it's a show. I've had my share. Yeah, All right, that was my weird one for the day. That was a good weird one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was terrific. Thanks so much for joining. Yeah, thanks us. So thanks for having Sarah. me. That was yeah. fun. At Sarah Parman on Twitter. Uh, yep. At Paul Mancano. I'm at Bobby underscore Blanco. Yep. We're th- th- going to throw this video up on Facebook and on YouTube. So be sure to check it out. And of course, you can check out our podcast SoundCloud. Uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Podcasts, Google Play, Google Play, Personal Access Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, um, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll certainly have you on at some point later. Great. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Thanks, Sarah.